you know, books take you on a journey, movies take you on a journey to think outside of what's in here. We need that. And that's the capability of our brains, of our hearts, of our emotions. And if you, you know, have an inner calling to do something that's going to bring up your happiness level, then you should do it. Welcome to the Good Around Us podcast. Here we share stories of people doing good for communities. I'm your host, Stephanie Keeley. Lisa Caprelli is a mom and successful branding and PR professional who took a major career shift in 2018. She created a children's brand called Unicorn Jazz, a book series and newly launched TV show teaching kids all about empathy, belonging, and embracing differences. As you'll hear in this interview, Lisa is so passionate about this work and the impact it can have for children. As she flips through the bright, colorful, illustrated pages, you can tell just how personal a creation Unicorn Jazz is. So without further ado, here's Lisa. Welcome, welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for coming to the Good Around Us podcast. Thanks for having me on your wonderful show, Stephanie. Well, I'm excited for us to get a chance to explore the really creative and fun work that you're doing for children. So let's just start off and tell us about Unicorn Jazz. Unicorn Jazz is a character that I created in my first book of many in in the Unicorn Jazz series. And Unicorn Jazz, in the first book, she moves to a new land in search of new friends. She feels like she doesn't belong until she meets someone that believes in her. Now, how many of us have that story in life from our teacher, whether it's a family, a, a parent, a grandparent? And so she meets Wolf the Crow. Yes, the name that a dog should have. And I often say to kids, imagine having a name that a dog should have. And they laugh. And and I do all these things intentionally because, you know, we we all can struggle in times in, in our life with self-esteem with, you know, all these things that are maybe stops or no's or things that maybe can be our own self-talk that's that could be negative versus positive. So Unicorn Jazz um, has been um, uh, celebrated for its social-emotional learning lessons in all the books, social-emotional intelligence. And Stephanie, you and I, when we were young, this is not even a category that was offered, incorporating, you know, happiness, empathy, feelings, all these different things. And so for me, it was a way to go back into my childhood and things that would have helped me and all the people around me that I saw struggle with certain things. And I wanted to focus on the happiness and the positive. I love that. And, and you know, you're flipping through these beautiful, colorful books. I'm curious to hear in 2020, what was that like for you? What changes did you have to yes. make? Uh-huh. And, and what did you start creating? Unicorn Jazz, the thing I do book was a children's book that I had created before the pandemic with my illustrator, Davey Villalobos who is from my hometown in El Paso, Texas, who happens to be my cousin. It was his lifelong dream to be a published illustrator. And he's helped me ever since. And he does a lot more art. He's he's just fantastic. So during the pandemic, when the world changed, and many of us, including myself, were stopped from doing our thing that we love to do, which for me was going in front of schools and speaking to children, whether it was hundreds or thousands. 
I took about two weeks studying the, the psychology of what's happening in the Facebook groups and Instagram and the conversations I'm having with educators. As we know, overnight, the world changed. You know, we'll never forget that. And it took me two weeks. It's, and I said, I'm going to have to do a show because I'm not going to be stopped. So it's I always say focus on what you can do versus what you can't. And so it was a time, it was a silver lining, an opportunity to create a show. There was many things I didn't know how to do. And as an entrepreneur or someone that, you know, who's listening to this, if, you know, you don't know how to do certain things while well, you find people that do, you team up with them, you have your vision, you have lots of conversations and which I did. And so the thing I do was born as the title. I was already working on the book. I, I had a song I was already working on. I just made some things happen faster than others. So I got uh, 19 kids and adults to sing. What is the thing you do? You can do lots of different things if you want to. And then it was going to be the show, which we started using Facebook Live and YouTube to merge together um, video content pieces. You know, and then we tested it and I would do Facebook Lives and YouTube Lives, which, by the way, being in front of a camera without an audience, that was really hard for me. And uh, I still kept doing it. I, you know, the world is forgiving and people behind the scenes don't know, you know, the struggles we face. As I'm sure, you know, when you start a show, as you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes things that can happen. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so um, it was just learning. And I during during that time, I learned how to video edit, which to me is a form of storytelling. I got uh, family and friends to send in their little puppet shows. I turned to two of my main characters I'm holding up here, uh, Unicorn Jazz and Trey Ziki. Trey Ziki is the main character in The Thing I Do. I had the designs made and, and had them shipped to from China to, you know, here, me in California and just started playing and having fun. So I, I wanted to be the, we recruit people to let's be the leaders of happiness for kids because the alternative, the doom and gloom that, that was happening, I, I didn't want to be part of that. I, you know, I wanted to focus on what we can do. Yeah. Well, I love it. I watched it. Very that Sesame Street meets Mr. Rogers feel in modern day. And I right. love that rawness. And that's what the best we did. And honestly, thanks to technology, we had some great pieces. And we uh, behind the scenes, I was directing or getting kids to redo, don't mean recording horizontal, not vertical, things like that. Baby Einstein, you know, started out of a woman's garage and uh, the owner within five years sold her content to Disney and onward. So I, I felt like I, we could do that. <laughs> yeah. So did you do all the writing for it? You know, using Google docs and technology, I was able to create, you know, what I called a storyboard. Um, I will say that my background in marketing and, and be writing the social media messages before for different clients and switching hats and running teams. Uh, I didn't know that all that would help me do all this fast. I really thought lots of people going to do what I did. I thought like, this is, I don't want to say it's easy. It's a lot of work, but it was a vision that I knew could happen as it has now. We're going to, we have a series of, of six episodes that are going live any week now. Maybe by the time this show airs, um, Unicorn Jazz presents the thing I do. Um, it's, it's set to be on Amazon as well as other platforms and onwards. And so we have a formula, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, we met kid talent, you know, Broadway kid singers, yes. actors didn't know that was going to happen. And the parents are telling me, Lisa, 
if it wasn't for the pandemic, you would never have access to my kid. And I'd be like, I know, but we do, right? But we do. And let's promote happiness. And they love the cause but to help children. We, they love that it kept their kids busy doing their talent. And I told them what, what my long-term vision was and, you know, not making promises that you can't, I can't promise certain, you know, there's things I can't say, like, we're just going to go on Netflix, even though that'd be cool. But, you know, it's a process. And, and they just, they really just loved all of the concept and the collaboration. It helped their brand rise and my marketing background. I would definitely help them with certain things. And a lot of parents just would say, you can work with my kid anytime. I got to FaceTime kids and, and ask about them. I'm always interested in other people. You know, it's not just about what we do. I, I love following people's careers and interests. That's always been my fascination. And it's just been so much fun. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's the main message of the thing I do? Like what's, what's your purpose for that one? To celebrate your interests and enjoy other people's interests, not just your own. And, you know, I love music and music connects many of us and going back into like Sesame Street, which was so inspiring for me. I grew up with it in different generations, my own generation and then my children's generation. And I honestly, most of the things I learned, you know, you don't, you don't realize it when you're young or when you're teaching kids like Sesame Street concepts that it's entertaining, but it's, it's educational. So it's, you know, it's edutainment. And I thought I wanted to do that in my own way, using my own characters and my own stories, because I, one thing people, most people may not know about me is I could write stories and come up with things pretty fast. It's, I just, I need more of a team behind me to produce the results that would be books or, you know, potentially cartoon series and all these things, writing songs. And um, I've learned also to utilize teams of people. So the thing I do is about, you know, maybe you're 40 years old or, or you're in a career stage in your life that you, you want to pick up a musical instrument. You want to learn how to video edit. You want to learn how to do all these different things. Cause let's face it, we're all living longer today. And the days of, of you and I being young, being told you're going to have one career and it's going to be your whole life. Or it's, that's not very common anymore. Well, speaking of that, so you took a big shift. You had this very successful storied career yeah. um, in, in marketing and PR, and you took a big leap. What was that like? Honestly, you know, to be an entrepreneur is is you're taking a chance and risk. We know that, right? You have to believe in it wholeheartedly. And for me, it it it, it was kind of like a no-brainer. It was kind of like I needed it was everybody in my in my years of and decades of experience saying you can do this and and I, immediately I was proving my concepts to be true when I would go in front of schools and then I would you know people would buy a lot of books and I could charge a, appearance fees or you know even if I did waive them based on you know their socioeconomic because I truly believe in no child being left behind so there's always a way I have ways that people can you know do sponsorships for school visits. The kids loved it. The teachers loved it. The librarians loved it. They would invite district librarians with the messages and the backstory. They were interested in the story of of me encouraging their kids to to love reading, to love writing, to how they can do it. And and my story, because I came from, you know, very humble beginnings and I'll share that with them. You know, I I didn't grow up with I, I got an education like just like they're going to do. Well, let's take a quick break. And then afterwards, I'd love to explore that a bit more about, you know, what's really led you here. Okay.
All right, we're back. So you ended with this, talking about, you know, like where you come from. And I've, I've been curious about your Latin roots and how that's impacted your work today. My grandmother had a third grade education. Um, I come from a large Hispanic family. And my grandmother, uh, she was forced to drop out of school because she her mother passed away and she had to raise her family. So my grandmother was a very simple woman, but loved family, loved connection, loved that she could impart wisdom. And, and you know, she always told me and my sisters and my, you know, my family, the best thing you could do is get an education, you know, don't, you know, and for us honoring her was doing that. And, and, you know, I, I was probably the geek of the family. I got straight A's all the way, like till college. And, you know, um, I just, I loved being a, a student of life and the learning that would come. I, I, I have the initiative to have done a lot of self-development books in my twenties and thirties, study people like Wayne Dyer, Eckhart Tolle, Tony Robbins. I mean, on and on and on. I mean, podcasts like yours where you have great, you know, people on that. I, I love what other people have learned and when people can learn how to speak it and give you the, the tidbits of messages, you know, our, our, our brain has the capacity for infinite learning and uh, so I've learned the coolest things that I'd like to learn. There's things that I don't like, then I, that's not my favorite thing, but I know a lot of other subjects, you know? And so um, growing up, um, not having a lot and struggling and, and, you know, being poor. And I often say, how do you know you're poor unless someone tells you? Because my childhood was filled with a lot of love and laughter, uh, probably embarrassment. I mean, for knowing that you don't have a lot compared to your friends. But, you know, like in my Being Happy book, and I'm showing a page, you know, being happy is plain make-believe. And I, that mm-hmm. photo here um, that Davey uh, drew was my family growing up and how much fun we'd have in my grandmother's backyard. We love to dance and sing. And, you know, that was our escape. My escape was was fantasy and writing. You know, um, I often say my only voice was on paper. And so that was something that um, I feel God blessed me with was to write because present day I get to really write a lot. And, and again, I'm just here to impress upon people that if you, you know, have an inner calling to do something that's going to bring up your happiness level, then you should do it. I love that advice. And it's so true. I mean, following passion, connecting passion with talent and skill set, which is so clearly what you've been doing for these last four years or or more. But um, yeah, it's really special. That's where the magic happens. I love to bring out the seven-year-old in in my peers and, you know, of course, with the children, that's easy to connect with them and and really be on their level and then realize that as we grow up and adult, as we call it, that how much responsibilities we have in life. And, you know, we know we're going to have loss in life. We, there's suffering's inevitable. Happiness is a choice it's a mindset. And so it actually, it made has made unicorn jazz and the work has made me a better person and the people around me. And, and I, I just think it's a great way to live. What do you think it is about these books that has resonated so well? You know, you say you've gone into schools and, and yeah. people love it and you're hearing messages about how, how great it is. What is it about it? I feel that, you know, the, the magic comes alive in the pictures. I mean, they're called picture books for a reason. I, I feel like the, the book's messages and, and the presentations and the experiences that I 
um, am so honored to give children, it shows them that we all come from different perspective. We all have different pl blueprints. And when you're young, you can get lost in the way you think is the way the world thinks, or maybe you don't have a parent teaching you that, or you're not learning that from your, your classroom. Maybe you're like, you feel like you're the oddball. Um, we all made up differently and understanding how the world works, understanding the whys that people do things, I feel is very important. And, and so I like that I can explain to children so that they get beyond what their own mindset is. And that's what books will do. You know, books take you on a journey. Mm -hmm. Movies take you on a journey to think outside of what's in here. We need that. And that's the capability of our brains, of our hearts, of our emotions. And communication, I wish that was a word that was used in my household growing up. That's why I studied human behavior. That's why I, I yeah. got my degree in social psychology. But, you know, it, to me, there's always a way to learn. If you don't have, if you don't grow up with communication or a family that communicated, you, you can learn things through books. Yeah. Well, and there's so much out there now about the importance of the early years, especially in developing these social and emotional skills, these tools around empathy and kindness and feeling and communication. And so I'm curious if you have advice for people based on your own work and research in this area, do you have advice for people um, in working with kids in that in that way? Yes. Uh, I feel it's, it's very important to to be able to really touch on the heartstrings of the people you represent, whether it's kids, whether, you know, you're working in an environment with adults, a human emotions are going to drive us. We're not robots, you know, and, and we do all of us like praise. We all like words of affirmation, even though I have all this perspective doesn't mean I get it right. I'm not perfect for sure. And if I upset someone, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I never meant to do that. Like, can, you know, how do we fix this? And again, all those words are words I wouldn't even know how to use as a child. Well, your books certainly help children, you know, comprehend that in a different way. Like you said, reading can take us to a different land like nothing yeah. else can. And so, you know, what a gift you're bringing to the world through those, through those books and through those messages to help children with those really important tools and skills. Thank you. How can people engage with your work? How can people find you? Yes, I'd love to speak or meet or have anyone follow us on social uh, social media. Unicornjazz.com links to all the uh, great work uh, that we do with the great team I have behind me and, and incredible kids, uh, kids like Emily Isabel in New York, Rhett Drennan um, on the East Coast, and so many people. I have um, LisaCaprelli.com uh, also, uh, and I welcome going into it, um, anyone's school, elementary, middle to high school, I'm able to tailor my presentations to really inspire those children who are our future. And, and I'm just um, on a mission to help as many people as I can. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Yeah, I would just uh, finally share. I have a, a quote that's not mine, but it's by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh, great. Yes. I love and to finish with a quote. So what is yours? I hope you live a life you're proud of. I hope you live a life that's true. And if you're not, I hope you have the strength, the courage, the perseverance, the people behind you that believe in you to go and do that or start over again. And that's been my life. Wow, that's so powerful. Thank you, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we all have the capability and, and get people that believe in you, believe in other people, 
pay it forward. And, and, um, you know, I want as many people to live an incredible life and I want people to keep inspiring me. And that's what makes the world go around. And I'm so grateful to be on a show like yours to share these positive messages. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing your heart and the work that you do. Like I said, it's really special and it's beautiful and I hope people check it out. Thank you, Stephanie. I just loved Lisa's authenticity and pure wish for bringing humanity, emotion, and compassion to life through her work for children. What a sweet spirit. If you've got young kiddos at home, make sure to check out unicornjazz.com. Stay tuned for more great people and stories in season two of the Good Around Us podcast. Subscribe wherever you are listening in so you don't miss an episode and connect with us on Instagram at good.aroundus. Thanks for listening to the Good Around Us. Until next time. You shine so bright a golden ray You're my sunshine Let nothing give you fright You are strong, your heart is kind And every day you're my heart's delight Unicorn jazz, unicorn jazz I'm so glad you're my friend Unicorn jazz, unicorn jazz Our fun will never end So let's go, yeah Let's go bird fly high in the sky if you're a fish swim deep in the sea if you're friends with unicorn jazz dance and sing with me